What's up, guys? It's AJ Cripps from Self Discovery. Um, I hope you all are having a great day, and uh, thank you for listening to this. Today is a very special episode. I'm so excited to share it with y'all. Let's go! It is my second interview um, with one of my greatest friends of all time, Mr. Isaac Cross. Um, you get to find out so much about him today. You get to find out his testimony and what he's doing now and just f- some fun facts. Um, so just give it a listen. Um, I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple Podcasts. You name it, I'm on there. So go ahead and subscribe. And you know what I'm trying to work on? Um, the people that listen to Apple, um, go ahead and write a review so that I can reach more people and they can see that and what other people think. So um, let's get started with today. Okay, guys, I am here right before the interview with Isaac. I'm super excited to do this. Um, he already sent me his song. I listened to it a million times. It's amazing, guys. Um, I think y'all really enjoy it. It's called Here I Am, and um, you'll find out what it means. I'll give you a little sneak peek. It's just about a being available um, to God and just handing over your will and wanting his will. So um, here is his song and let's get to it what I cry out for 
tried, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried and tried again to fly, to climb, to try to plan it for myself. I know I cannot. Okay, guys, we are here with Isaac himself. Um, how are you doing today? Dude, I'm doing great. It's good to talk to you again. Yes, it's awesome. Um, me and Isaac, we, uh, we went to high school together, um, grew up together. Um, really, he's one of my great greatest friends, man of many talents. Um, as you know, I just played his song. Um, it is an amazing song. He sent it to me, and I love it. It's called Here I Am. Isaac, um, I'm just going to ask you a few questions about the song and what it means to you and stuff. So well, why, why did you write it? Well, uh, I came up with the chords and the actual, like, the music 
um, a while back. I never really thought about it or anything. And I'll, I just can never find the right words to go along with it. And uh, <clears throat> a few days ago, I just prayed about it and uh, the words kind of just hit me. And I was like, that's, you know, that's why I wrote the song. That's what, that's what I needed to say in the song. Um, so that's, yeah. that's why I say I wouldn't. Like, yeah, what is it? What does it mean to you? Um, there's a there's a lyric in there that I really like, and it says, "Your will be done. My life is yours. I surrender my heart. It's yours forevermore." Mm-hmm. I mean, what was going through your mind as you wrote that? Because I mean, I feel so much emotion through this song. Yeah, um, it's very personal. Um, all the lyrics are very personal. Um, kind of goes along with my testimony. Like part of me was wanting to be you know, all in for God. And then the other part of me was not, you know, just living for the world. Yeah. And um, this, this song is just like me telling God, you know, like, here I am. I want to be all in for you. And that, that part, um, your will be done. And that's, that's what I want is, is for, for Christ's will, for God's will for my life. Yeah. And sometimes I know as Christians, that's the hardest thing. Like, you want to have what you want in one hand, but what God wants, yes. you got to, you got to let go. Exactly. Uh, which we'll, we'll get into your testimony in a minute. Um, but you know, we just talked about God's will and stuff, but what was the main message you want to get across to people? Well, the main message, I would say it's, it's just so important uh, to let go of all of your sadness and brokenness and stop trying to do everything by yourself and on your own, you know, just let God take control of every part of your life. Yeah. Um, I think that's very big. I know a lot of people that listen to this have many struggles, even as myself, you know, doing God's will. Um, we talked about, I talked about my mom last night. Um, God wants us to follow him, but there's so much sacrifice, but at the end it's worth it. And so I think that's perfect. I love that. Here I am, God. Just use me. I don't care what you yeah. do. Just use me. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's a that's a little bit about your song here, Michael. Um, that's in the beginning of the podcast. So go listen to it. Um, so we're gonna get into a little bit about yourself, um, your testimony, your life, hobbies, you know, stuff like that. So yeah. Um, where do you want to start? <laughs> well, I can just tell you a little bit about myself as a person. Um, yeah, that, that's cool. Let's do it. I come from a really big family, two great parents. Um, we're all really tight knit. I'm the, actually the middle child of five, uh, so it's always it was always very lively around the house, and it is whenever we all uh, get back together and stuff for the holidays and stuff. Um, but thankfully, both of my parents are two of the best Christians that I look up to. It, like in my eyes, they, they always want God's will for their life and our life as well. Like they always um, made sure that we were involved in church and stuff and, and just uh, really anything that we had. They could, oh, sorry. You're good, man. <laughs> it happens. Can I take this? Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll be right. I can pause it. Okay, guys, we're back. Had an important phone call. Okay, so continue. All right, so um, like I was saying, just uh, I had a, a really great, uh, really great childhood, you know, just always staying involved in church and everything, and, and just parents that love me, siblings that love me. Uh, graduated from high school last year. Um, I'm actually at Tennessee Tech University now on a football scholarship, so I just try to make the best of that. And 
despite the circumstances, uh, it's still been a really great experience so far, and I'm really looking forward uh, to the future and um, just what, what God has in store for me. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Playing for Tennessee Tech football, that's a big accomplishment. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think it's amazing. We, um, I guess we're going to get in. I'm just going to ask you about your testimony, you know, your journey, your walk with Christ. And so you can start from where you want to. Yeah, okay. Well, um, one time whenever it was – I was probably seven or eight, and I was at my house and got into a pretty deep conversation with my parents, and uh, we got to start started talking about hell. And, you know, I, I was really scared. Um, and that conversation kind of sparked an interest in me. I think we had our – uh, pastor at the time come over and talk to me and stuff and um, really just explain a whole a whole lot of stuff and um, I think it was probably two or three Sundays later came before the church and told him that I was going to give my life to Christ and I did and I got uh, baptized probably a couple Sundays after that um, but then uh, really like at that age I knew I knew God was real. I knew that hell was real. I knew that if I didn't accept him to my life, that's where I was headed. But my life still kind of stayed on the same path. You know, I really didn't have a true like heart change, true life change. Um, and every year our church goes to a uh, Christian conference called Hearts on Fire in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. And, um, Not shout out by the way <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a really great really really great place to to go and to hear a good word uh, I think it's two or three days um, and there's always live music some insanely awesome uh, oh, yeah. Christian band like forking and country and uh, I think we saw the newsboys one time maybe and but anyways um I can't remember if it was the first or the second time that I went to that conference. Um, I really felt God tugging on my heart and I knew that there had to be that lifestyle change. Like, like I said earlier, um, talking about the song, you can't live for God sometimes and then other times live for yourself and the, yeah. the things that everybody, you know, everybody sees as the good things, but they're really not. It's like the complete opposite of what God wants us to do. And um, at that conference, I went to the back and one of my buddies went with me and he kind of had the same feelings. So um, we went to the back and had somebody that we had never met before. Um, a leader from a, I guess it was a, either a youth leader or some kind of leader from, from another church uh, that was in the back and they, kind of talked us through a few questions that we had and uh, I rededicated my life to God. And yeah. from, from that point on, uh, I did intentionally start trying to live for Christ. Like I knew that my life had to be different and I can, I can say that it, it definitely, there was a big change um, at that point, um, but it doesn't stop there. Yeah, uh, 
all throughout middle school and high school. Um, I believe that was my seventh seventh grade year, um, but all throughout the, the rest of middle school and high school, uh, the early years of high school, uh, I really struggled um, living for myself still. And uh, I got involved in the, the youth program at our church. I was always playing and singing songs uh, for the youth band and uh, for the rest of the youth. And we had a great time. We, we grew our youth program. We started in the basement of our church. And um, thankfully, we had a, we have such a, a good, I have such a good home church. Um, they all, we all came together and uh, eventually started working on building a youth room in the upper part of our church. And uh, we finally got that accomplished. Um, just last week, uh, I helped build a, a stage for the youth room and it, it was just so awesome. Like we're still, still adding on to it. And it's still a great thing. Yeah. Um, but at that same time that we were, that we were building the youth room and, and really just trying to grow as young Christians, I was still having the battle of fully, not fully living for Christ. Yeah. And in my last year of high school, I really just told God one day, I said, I am going to live for you like 100%. And when I moved to college, there was, there was thoughts in my head, you know, like, this is kind of scary. You know, I don't have those, some of those same people to like hold me accountable and stuff and, and, and hold me, um, just be that accountability partner for me. You know, yeah. you have been, uh, you know, I'm not trying to, trying to say anything that I wouldn't say on, you know, behind yeah. your back, but like, I'm not just saying this because you're here. You've been a really great influence on my life aj and i'm really thankful for you buddy Thanks, um <laughs> but um when i got to college i was introduced to uh, a guy that has really really helped me grow spiritually and um, stay in the word and that's something that that i didn't always do before you know i would read a couple times you know throughout the week i'd read on sunday mornings sunday nights wednesday nights and never really dive into the word on my own. And, and he introduced me to um, a, a new type of Bible study, um, just a new method. And that, that had really, really, really helped me. Um, and, and since then, it's been an amazing experience. Every day I'll wake up or in the evenings, I'll, I'll um, read whatever I'm reading that day in the Bible. You know, I just finished yeah. Revelation last night. Um, that's, great. A, that's a really great, great yeah. <laughs> it's a great book, but uh, beware. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, but, I, you know, I'm still living out my testimony as we all are, you know, but um, I'm really, really thankful um, for all the people that have, that have helped me in my life and the, the early years of my life um, and even up until now. But, now I'm just, I'm really just, like the words in that song, I'm just giving it all to God and letting him do with it, do whatever with my life that he wants for me. Yeah. Um, so, if you don't mind, I have a few questions to just go in depth of your testimony. Yeah, sure. Um, 
I know you. I, I know more of your testimony deeper, I guess, than most mm-hmm. people. I, I guess I presume. Um, and you know, your mother, she mm-hmm. battled cancer when you were younger, and yeah. that was a, a big trial for your family. And I know you were young, but can you just explain like? how you saw God in that situation and what you were feeling and all that? Oh yeah. Um, like you said, I was younger. I don't remember, you know, every little detail uh, just because of the fact that I was younger. Uh, but I do remember seeing the strength of God in both of my parents. Um, at times it was so hard for all of us to see my mom in the condition that she was in um, the chemotherapy does terrible things yeah. to a body. And um, one night, uh, we went into her bedroom and she was leaned over um, the trash can and she had started to um, lose her hair. And um, that was a really hard time um, just to see all that sadness in her uh, expressions. But um, yeah, thankfully okay my dad. And, uh, <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay to cry, man. Um, thankfully both of them were um, spiritually, very spiritually grounded and they, you know, they knew the time was coming, but that was really just a, I would say like a milestone in the battle. Um, yeah. She ended up losing all of her hair that night. And uh, me and my little brother, we shaved our heads too. Um, just to kind of, you know, I guess lighten the mood or something, but um, yeah, that was just one of the instances where I really, it was a really, really, really tough time. The whole experience was really tough, but, God was still good through it all. And we have, like I said earlier, we had such a great church family and we were always getting um, meals brought to us, any kind of babysitting needs or anything that we had, you know, it was taken care of. So God really blessed us in that time. Um, It was definitely something that, um, was hard for us to live through but um you know i've said before like i'm really thankful um that i was young in that um um, i'm thankful for the memories but i'm also thankful that i don't remember everything that happened um yeah and that's kind of like uh it's kind of like i guess god protecting you and protecting your heart as a young child and um I guess you, that was a hard thing for your family, but what would you say? I know people that listen to this, the whole point of self-discovery is there's going to be pain, but any like tips or anything of like, you know, people going through pain, what to say to them? Like, what would you say to them? Cause you've been through the storm. Mm-hmm. Just trust in the Lord and know that his plan is greater. You yeah. know, in the, in the moment, in the moment, like even now in the moment of things and the moment of trials and stuff, sometimes it seems like you're alone. Like you're the only one fighting the battle, but that's not the case. 
and that's something that gives me peace uh, now and then and um, really just um, remember, you know, who's fighting the battle for you. Yeah. Um, I guess now you, you went through that. Um, I guess I'm going to move on to football. And mm-hmm. you've been p- playing since Pee Wee probably, right? Yes. Well, I, technically it was like – it's like junior pro or yeah, something. Yeah, but. junior pro football with your gold uniform and stuff that y'all would wear to school. Oh, yeah. You played through there. You played through middle school. Um, you played through high school. Um, you were you were number 52, correct? And then you switched to 62. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Good observation. Your, thank you. <laughs> um, so, I guess during those times, you know, I, I know growing up it didn't really matter. But, you know, especially mm-hmm. um, high school and now that you're in college, you're surrounded by a bunch of football guys that most of them do not know Jesus. And most of them definitely do not act like they know Jesus. And right. you're, you're a leader. You were a leader in high school for sure. You were, um, you, you were a team captain, right? One yeah. of the captains. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And which is an awesome opportunity to show Christ because everybody's watching you. But now that you're in college, you're a freshman and you got these guys that have been playing for years. How do you, I guess, flee from the evil um, and not fall into the temptation and peer pressures because I think that's one of the hardest things because you're in college football, you're in college football, which is a lot of time, dedication, so you're going to be around those things. How do you flee from it? How do you, I mean, just keep your mind right, to be honest? Mm -hmm. Well, um, you know, like in middle school, more so in high school and then now in college, um, the football team is like who I'm around the most. Um, I spend the majority of my free time even with uh, those same guys because we, we have really close relationships. But, um, you know, it's okay to be um, – like you're going to be put in situations uh, that you have to make decisions. And uh, in those situations, there's definitely a right and a wrong decision. And, you, you know, oh, yeah. most of the time it's very obvious and, and – um, you really just have to sit and think, you know, is this what God wants me to do? Is this, would this, I don't want to say compromise, but like, would this change the way that people see God, you know, through me? You know, right. I, I'd say, awesome. to, I tell people, I tell people, I tell people that I am a Christian. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of the football guys, you know, and um, they've told me before they can see I'm different. And like, why, why don't you do these things? You know, what's, what's the deal? You think you're better than uh, these things? And I was, you know, uh, anytime that I'm faced with a situation like that, it's like, I'm not living, you know, to satisfy my own wants and desires. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to live for, for myself. I'm trying to live for God. And, and honestly, I haven't, I haven't gotten into too many deep conversations with guys. I have gotten into some, but not gotten into too many deep conversations with guys um, about Christ. And that's one thing that I'm changing, um, especially this semester. I'm starting a, a new Bible study with, with a guy. Um, and we're just really just trying to get the football community and the, you know, the student athletes involved in um, this Bible study and just try and, you know, see where they're at in their yeah. life and, and their relationship 
with God if they have a relationship with God. But um, yeah, there's there's just a lot of decisions that that have to be made, and uh, most of the time I I try to uh, keep to myself in situations like that and just you know sit and think like this isn't this isn't who I am. Do you ever? Do you ever like when you do make those decisions? Is there anybody that mm-hmm. follows you? Like you maybe maybe crosses right. Maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Um, actually, yes. Yeah, you know, in, a, in um, a handful of instances, um, and I'm really thankful that they, you know, trust me enough to, you know, follow along with that um, type of mindset. But. Um, there's also a lot of times where, you know, I get left alone and I'm yeah. the only one not doing it or something like that. Um, Which is the hardest thing ever because you see all these people doing something and then there you are and you'll be, either be considered not cool or, and mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, as Christians, we're not called to be cool. We're called to follow God. Exactly. Yeah. And I've got a, I've got a really, really close um, buddy that I actually met here at school um met just one day out of the blue he went to a a uh, well i guess that night it was it was like a bible study and we went together one night the first time i had ever really talked to him and uh he's one of my he's one of my closest buddies here and he's he's really got a great heart he's a he's a good christian guy like he's he does things for the right reasons yeah um, so he really helps in, in those situations and stuff. Too. Oh, yeah. It's always better having someone that is a Christian and trying to live for God, too, because you yes. can hold each other accountable. Um, yes. So, you know, that that's all part of your testimony. You know, following God's obviously something that Satan doesn't want you to do. I mean, especially being a football oh, yeah. player and stuff. Um, but there's more to you than football. You are also <laughs> a, a musician. Um, Tell us a little bit about that. When did you start playing instruments and stuff? Uh, well, one day my dad came home and he was like, Isaac, and he asked my older sister, Allie, too. He said, you want to learn how to play piano? And we were like, yeah, sure. So she took lessons for a year, and then I took lessons for that year and a year after. So I took lessons for two years um, from a guy back home. And I really just didn't – really wasn't feeling it, I don't guess. I don't guess I <laughs> yeah. really liked the – the learning stages so I stopped taking lessons after two years and then I just kind of kept playing on my own and from there um, you know uh, got a little better at the piano then I found out that my dad had a guitar that I didn't know about Uh, so picked that up and um, you know YouTube and just practice and stuff on my own and uh, learned that and then I played um, I played the bass and the drums at my uh, church a couple uh well not a couple times but um a lot of times and um music is one way that i one thing that i really love i know you can relate to that Um, oh yeah music music's definitely like an outlet for me if i i always have something playing uh, in the background whether i'm doing something or i'm not doing something but um i really love uh music as a whole yeah yeah. especially especially worship songs um, oh yeah because you can just they just bring a different atmosphere but oh yeah um so when i'm starting getting close to you you were a piano player and i was yeah. a drummer and we yeah. did our eighth grade talent show 
and the that musical that was amazing um which i don't think you knew guitar at the time and then no. more in high school you started getting with the guitar and you also played drums for a while didn't you uh yeah i uh, got a drum set for one of my birthdays from my neighbor actually um we set it up downstairs in the basement and got to playing and stuff and you know it was always <laughs> super loud so my family didn't love it um, i feel so, you and then i moved the yeah oh yeah uh, i moved the um drums to my church and played a little while but still for the size of the, the youth room that we had um they really were a little too loud because we didn't have a drum shield or anything like that um but we got an electronic drum set uh in the auditorium of our church so that's what is played on sunday mornings now but um yeah yeah uh, i enjoyed playing the drums and i still do whenever i can yeah um so you said it's a good like just basically cope with like music um and you like worship is there a go-to artist you like to listen to a go-to artist well i've recently been listening to a lot of phil wickham uh, i had a friend that um sent me a playlist and it's a great playlist i can't remember the name of it right now but any phil wickham song he, his words are really uh, what makes his song yeah. special because um, he has the right idea Oh yeah, it's, it's the words. Not not only is it the music, but the words and the message that he gets across. Yeah, he's um, I love Phil Wickham. He's more of like a uh, his songs are more like poems to God. Like they're yes. so just well thought of and crafted. Um, just a little side note so people get to know who you're listening to. Um, oh yeah. So we we've talked about your testimony. Um, we've talked about you know um, college life and football. But I, here's a big question I put down because I have this piece of paper with questions and I put, where are you right now um, in your Christian walk? I know you said you're at the point where like, um, here I am God, but where, more than that, where are you? You know, I could honestly say that right now I feel the closest to God that I've ever felt. Um, and I'm still growing, uh, still growing in my faith and still growing just as a Christian as a whole. Um, I've been reading a lot more of the word and, and just really trying to um, improve my knowledge about uh, theology and just, just everything that there is to know. Um, yeah. But um, I, I'm really thankful for the, uh, the mentors that I've had uh, in the last couple of years. Um, the guy that I did the Bible study with, my youth, youth pastor from back home, uh, the, the handful of pastors, well, not the handful, um, the pastor from back home, um, he, he actually just left uh, after five years. Uh, he started yeah. out as an, our interim, but <laughs> he, he uh, really became a, a big part of my life and my, my growing. Yeah. Um, so I have a few questions um, like that, you know, questions that I want to ask in every view that I do. And, one of them is any tips that has helped you in your Christian walk that someone is, or just any tips from yourself? Okay. So, um, I guess it was about five or six years ago. Um, our old pastor, uh, his name's Bill Robertson. Yeah. And he, he said something one day that really, really hit home with me. He said, stay in the word and stay on your knees. And that really changed, changed the way that, you know, I, I thought about 
um, like humbling myself before God. Yeah. You know, staying on your knees, you know, praying all the time. Like you can't pray, you can't pray too much. You can't pray about anything too small. Um, and, and although no, although God knows like the needs and stuff that you have, he wants you to talk to him about it yeah. and, and staying in the word that helps you, you know, that's kind of how, that's kind of how God speaks to us is, is the things that he's already said in the Bible and the way that he opens our hearts and the way that we perceive them. So that, that was something very profound that he told me. Yeah. Um, actually he, he told the church um, yeah one, in one sermon but i don't know if you remember this but um you actually stayed with me at a lock-in at our church a few 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 years ago it's probably oh, yeah, that was several years ago yeah um i woke up to you know our church we literally like slept on the floor um on a cold floor but i woke up and it was like six in the morning and here you are reading your bible like you're already up before everybody you're reading your Bible. I'm like, okay. So do you find it, do you think your day goes by better when you start your day out with Bible and God? 100%. Oh yeah. There's no, there's no doubt in my mind that that is the best, the absolute best way to start off your day. Oh yeah. Um, see, I've been trying to, um, I've been reading chronologically this year, but when I get up in the mornings, I try to read my Bible plans that I do. And I can just tell that when you read in the morning and start your day with God and end your day with God, your day is going to be great because God, you know, I mean, you're including God and that's what you should do. Um, so yeah, I, I've asked all the questions, um, except my fun one, but I, I'm just going to ask, is there anything that you would want to say to the people listening? Um, there was a guy that told me um, several months ago something that I really needed to hear. Um, and once again, it's just about that, that idea of, of trying to live a double life, trying to live for yourself sometimes and for God whenever you're in front of a crowd or in front of uh, other Christians. Um, in Revelation where it's talking about uh, a lukewarm Christian. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's saying, well, it was specifically talking um, and saying that the church, well, okay, let's see. I I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce it right, but the church in uh, Laodicea. Yeah, it's Laodicea. Yes. I believe. Um, I could be yeah. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> It was saying the water wasn't hot and the water wasn't cold, so it was lukewarm, so it was like of no use. And um, in different translations, it says different things, but it says because they're lukewarm, you know, God's going to spit them out. Yeah. And this guy told me, he said something that I'll probably always remember. He said, if Jesus isn't the Lord of all of your life, he's not Lord at all in your life. Oh yeah. And that, that blew my mind. I just really needed to hear that. And, and it's, it's been on my mind since he said it. And I just continuously think about that. So I think that's something that everybody needs to hear. Yes. That's awesome. Um, of course, I'm going to have a conclusion after this on the podcast, but it was awesome that you were on today's episode. I'm super excited to share this. Um, I'll let you know when I release it. Um, but okay. I have one good, one fun question um, before you, um, we, we get off here. Um, okay, so you're 
stranded on an island and you get three items to bring, what are you going to bring? Three items to bring. Oh, yeah. Okay. Number one, it's probably gonna it's probably gonna be my Bible. Awesome. Um, can I bring can I bring a little journal with that, or does that count as a number two? I'll count that as a whole Bible study. So that anything. To, okay, I, I'll go. count that as one. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so unless that, you you, got, you could bring technically a journal Bible. That's a Bible ah, that's a journal. There one. Go. There we go. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's see. Is there food on the island? Um, it's your own island. <laughs> you, you, you come up. Okay, okay. Room. There's food. There's already food there. So, um, okay. Um, man, that's a hard question. That's a really hard question. <laughs> you answered all the good uh, Christian ones easily, and then I get the fun one, and they can't answer. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, I would say. Well, how about a guitar? Okay. It's portable. Yeah. Yeah, you know, lighten the mood a little bit while I'm by myself. Um, just, you know, just me, God, and my guitar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and then, um, when, when is this? When is this in the future or? <laughs> yeah, we're thinking <laughs> it, man. Just uh, right now. No. Right now. <sighs> Right now, yeah, I was right now. Say my spouse, but I don't have a spouse. Oh man, okay, we'll do it in the future. You can bring your spouse, but I don't okay, know if I'll she's gonna be very spouse. happy that you're bringing her to an island with um a guitar and <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully, she would want to be with me, you know. Yeah, true. Maybe, maybe she'll have her own three items too. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> there we go. Okay, right. well, I guess I'm gonna sign off, I'm gonna stop this video and conclude it um so yeah i love you guys um thank you isaac so much for being on here i love you man um thank you for being a great friend dude hey i love you too bro um and thanks for having me today it's good to see right. you. you're welcome man see y'all All right, guys, I really hope you enjoyed that interview. Um, Isaac is just an amazing dude all around. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Um, I hope you learned something. Um, just remember, if you are trying to do your will, it's not going to work. Um, you need to follow God's will, just like that song talked about. And um, I hope you all really enjoyed the things Isaac had to say. Um, I really hope you all enjoyed this interview and um, there will be more to come. I cannot wait. Um, again, thank you all so much for listening. And yet the interview quality was not that good. It was on Zoom, but you know, whatever works. Um, so before I leave, remember self-discovery, discovering who you are in Christ. So maybe take a minute and just remember who you are in Christ today. I love y'all so much. Thank y'all for listening and I will see y'all next time. Y'all have a great day.